I watched the gayest movie I've ever seen in my life, which is They Them. <laughs> it is the gayest movie I've ever seen in my life, and totally unrelated, probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cliff, Chandra, and what's your name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> is here with us. He's Chandra's brother. No relation. We uh, were talking about They Them. I just watched it. We're going to talk about it. seen the trailer for they them no we have to do it first oh. <laughs> i gotta get that out of the way oh well see i had only seen the trailer i thought this was gonna be a let's talk about it no this is a podcast all right all right gonna... all right i only saw the trailer and i wanted to watch the movie because you've heard of like uh those gay concentration camps <laughs> conversion camps <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they joke about like you can't pray the gay away and stuff like that. <laughs> From the trailer of the movie They Them, it looks like all these gay kids put it a, get put at a conversion camp. And I didn't Not know a concentration camp. No. <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be aimed at Christians or if it was just going to be cuz it looks like it slides into a horror movie. <laughs> and it's got Kevin Bacon in it. I like Kevin Bacon. And I wanted to know where this was going and I didn't watch it. But you did. Yes, I did. I watched They Them, which is probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, how can it be that bad? It's got Kevin Bacon. Oh, my. Okay. So, the problem with well, They Them. Well, was it aimed at Christians or not? Let me, uh, okay, so They Them feels like a 17-year-old transgender individual wrote their first script and sent it in. And somebody was like, okay. Mm. I'd say that's not far off. It's pretty terrible. I am not lying. So, I said this when you got here. If my eyeballs could vomit, there'd be vomit all over my shirt. This is literally like the worst, possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, But is it supposed to be in a fun camp Here's the problem. Because of what they're talking about, because they're deep. So, let's get the synopsis. So, here's (laughs) what happened. A group of LGBTQ youths, this includes some transgender members, this includes some more traditional, just gay and lesbian, let's say, Mm -hmm. folks. And... uh, so they all show up, and Kevin Bacon is the head of this gay conversion camp. And he starts off in this speech about how, talking about God, and it's like really quick, like it's the only time we're going to mention the big man upstairs, and we're not here to turn you straight. Like that's but not our goal. are they Christians, supposedly? Uh, no, you don't really get that okay. vibe from them at all. You just get the vibe that they're trying to essentially, what he says is make them live their true authentic lives, and their mm-hmm. true authentic biological lives, essentially. Um, it starts out with your typical uh, somebody's driving in a dark wood road. They get out and there's a tire busted and there's these spikes laid across. They realize there's spikes laid across the road and the axe murderer gets their first kill right in the very beginning. So it's all about who done it, who's so, killing the kids. That's what you want to know. Or who ki- who's killing the people? That's what you want to know. <clears throat> the kids get there. He makes them split up into boys and girls, you know, and so there's a couple of non-binary or trans, let's say, and he just But says, you enter in knowing this is a slasher film. Oh yeah, oh. knowing this is supposed to be a horror movie. I mean, it's yeah. from the ve- onset. She's she's listening to a horror, scary story in the woods mm. on like her tape deck or whatever while she's driving through the woods, and then she, when, as soon as she turns it off, she her tires bust. Mm. And there's the worst CGI deer I've ever seen in my life that comes <laughs> out. After that, the axe murders behind her, insta death. Basically, it's not what you think. Spoiler alert, the axe murderer is killing the counselors. I thought the counselors were killing the children. No. That's what the so, trailer purported. Yeah, so 
Kevin Bacon is probably the best part of the movie, in my opinion, and he's a world. He's a top-notch actor. Yeah. But even he kind of feels like he's zombie sleepwalking. Realizes he's in a trash movie. He's just <laughs> getting a paycheck. Really bad. Okay. If you, it's it. It is heterophobic propaganda. If you want to call me homophobic because I don't like this movie, you just have bad taste in movies. This is trash. <laughs> period. Do you, okay. Much like Slipknot, do you think you just might not be the audience for this? Like the if, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is eighteen. Oh. You know how Scream came out when we were in high school. Yes. It was. You know, it's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. For a slasher movie. Here's the deal. An hour and five minutes into this thing and not a single mm-hmm. important character to die, I realized, okay, something's going on. Like, the kids aren't going to die. It's an hour and five Wait, minutes. so was it a gay kid killing everybody? Allow me to, to regale you with, uh, with the situation. So the counselors, the majority of the counselors are fake straight. Like, they've been through the program and they're like... They are two of them are married, but they're they look at images of the same sex for the oh. person, and they put them on the phone of this one, baby, yeah, and so they can make love. Uh, there's That's two weird. gay sex scenes in this movie. I told you it's the gayest movie I've ever seen. So this is like a teenager gay. They have movie. an hour and ten minutes into the movie, they have this this mm. this plant who's in with the kids named Gabriel, who's designed to be the forbidden fruit, and basically Gabriel tempts the gay guys. To sleep with them, and then they take that gay guy into an aversion therapy room where they strap him up to electrodes, and they show him pictures of dude supermodels, and then electroshock his nipples, and then they show him girl supermodels, and then show him dude supermodels, and electroshock his nipples. Shock his nipples. Why is Kevin Bacon in this movie? <laughs> As I'm explaining it to you, what? you're like, this sounds ridiculous. It gets worse. Yeah, but it has... It gets worse. No, it has to be... I feel like there's no way (laughs) that this movie got made on a straight level. Where I knew it was irredeemable was when the movie all of a sudden turned from a slasher flick, a possible Sharknado 2.0 slasher flick that you could laugh about and have a cult following. In the middle of the movie, hour and ten minutes in, all of the kids get together in their... In their cabin together, crying about their issues. And one of them starts singing that pink song, uh, You're Perfect. They all join in, and the music starts playing in the background, and they are dancing together like, Pretty, pretty, please, you're perfect. Like that. They're singing it together in the cabin of this supposed take me serious horror slasher flick. On top of that, Gabriel, the, the plant, is one of the ones who's screaming, like, like singing like, like he's one of them, and yeah. he winds up being the plant. It's like they just said, we have all these moments, we want to do them, doesn't matter if the plot makes any sense, who cares? Maybe if you were 14, you'd be like, this is the best movie ever. It was a brown bag, paper sack full of crap on fire, <laughs> dumpster fire, waste of my life. Really was. On top of that, yes, the slasher was a former student. Here's some of the stuff that happened that's just so stupid. Like everything that happens just would never happen in the real world. They take him out they take him out to use rifles for target practice. The star, let's say, of the show, the starlet, starler, however you want to call it, star, it's uh, a trans uh, female to male, I believe. Goes by they them, uh, Jordan is mm-hmm. their name. And they are like a next level marksman. Like they're out there shooting the targets, just crushing it. And uh after shooting the targets, points the gun at the counselor, the head honcho, 
Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. And he's like, there's my killer. That's the one I needed or whatever. That does not happen anywhere. I don't know. It is the most ridiculous and absurd thing. Here's the problem with this movie. It could be satire, like you're saying. Mm. It could be laugh at it cult movie, except for the fact that I think that they, they believe anybody who laughs at this movie is just homophobic. Because the majority of the movie is is these these LGBTQ people wrestling with their feelings and just living their authentic selves and crying about their issues and how nobody accept, accepts them. And everybody dies. In the end, the Jordan character gets the gun and is stopping Kevin Bacon from killing the serial killer. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon finally gets the upper hand on this chick who was abused at this camp, at this camp who has been killing all the counselors. Kevin Bacon gets the upper hand on her finally, strangling her, and she pulls. And the, the Jordan goes, "No, stop!" and backs him up. And this is the serial killer who they've watched chop up everybody, all the counselors. Yes, they've abused kids in this movie. They've abused them. They've they've tried to convince them they're not gay, whatever, all this kind of stuff for, for years. Sure, mm. this person's been axe murdering people, cutting heads off. Okay, so okay, it's a stupid movie. I get all that. Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Okay, why do you think they didn't make the counselors like a Christian camp? Because it seems like it would go in with it really well. Like, they would at least deserve to die. Like, <laughs> according to the maybe world. Maybe Kevin Bacon stipulation. I think... Uh, the line. <laughs> maybe they didn't... Maybe maybe he really knew nothing about Christian... I don't when has it stopped him before? <laughs> never, never. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't presume you why they made... You just think they would take that extra step. I don't presume why they made any of the decisions they made in this movie, but They, Them is the worst dumpster fire of a movie that I've ever watched in my human life. I don't know how human eyes can watch that and not think it's garbage. Yeah. And if we ever get the okay from people in the LGBTQ community to watch it and laugh, the problem is, even if you do it, the silly parts aren't silly enough to be funny. That's the heart. That's the rat. Like if you watch Sargnado, the silly parts are so over the top silly you can laugh at it. Yeah. This one, the only part that was over the top silly was the Glee moment where they're going pretty, pretty, play, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so cringe. But it's not meant to be silly. It's like their moment of triumph. Like, like we're accepted and we are awesome and we're perfect just the way we are. Which that song to me, a totally stupid song to have in this movie, because no, you're not perfect just the way you are. You're a work in progress. Every one of us are. And on top of that, if they're perfect just the way they are, then why are they going and pursuing uh, gender-affirming surgery? And why are they taking pills that they have to have in the movie? They're like, please give me my hormone pills. It's like, if you're perfect just the way you are, this is like the dumbest song that you could use for this movie. It's like totally opposite your ideology. Yeah. If you're perfect just the way you are, you don't need to change. Okay, so it's a dumb movie. Yes, sorry, sorry. I had not got through venting why I had to spend two hours of my life watching this pure and utter garbage. Okay. Well, and I'm glad I didn't watch it now. I believe, I, I 100%, <laughs> I 100% believe that fa- peacock. That Hollywood is, is, a, is all about failing up. They get some actor who's maybe part of minority, or a, a director who's part of minority, whatever you want to call it. They suck a movie, totally bomb a movie, but it's with their ideology. So then they're like, this, this movie tanks. Let's give them another big project to be a part of. I bet this, this director and writer is probably going to get another big project to be, a, to be at the helm of. For whatever reason, makes no sense because this is a waste of your life to watch. And I don't know why. They'll fail up. I guarantee they'll get another big movie. But anyways. I wonder why Kevin Bacon's a paycheck. I think he's in it for a paycheck. You know, maybe Kevin Bacon is in it because he's very, very woke. I don't know. And maybe he's like. I wonder what uh, that pitch meeting was like. 
I don't know. They're like, we got a movie for you. <laughs> if I'm Kevin Bacon, you almost killed the, ma- the main protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> while you're while you are strangling the person who's killing everyone, I'm imagining mm. that I am the head honcho of like Peacock Channel, which it came out on. And I see this movie. I'm not gonna give it the green light to be aired on my network. Why would people purposely let bad movies go through? In this case, scared of the ramifications if they don't. Yeah, I think that the reason they let some of these projects go through that are garbage, like you don't see a garbage Christian movie on Peacock. And there are garbage Christian. And I'm not. Movies. Yeah, I'm not being yeah. mean, and I'm not saying every Christian movie is garbage. I'm saying there are Christian movies that are just bad, in my opinion. Yeah. I say the same thing about Christian music. There are some just because the song has Jesus in it doesn't make it a good song, period. So I mean, it can be about good things and still be bad. A bad song It's the same thing with with about Christian movies. Certain Christian movies are just, in my opinion, not worth my time. I hate to say that; it sounds mean, but they're just not quality art mm. to me. I'm pretty consistent. I like X, Y, and Z. I don't like this and that. I don't know why they let these kind of movies on the the streaming platform unless it's just because of the ideology. If it's just because, hey, let's do they them because people will watch it, and maybe it's just maybe it's just to to get more people to stream it. Maybe yeah. that's it because some because I watched it knowing I probably may not may not enjoy it just looking at it. Mm-hmm. The framing of the of the trailer, I I was like, gay conversion camps are kind of a '90s thing, <laughs> like. <laughs> But if the if it was a quality enough movie, I've watched all kinds of stuff that was like outside of the norm to me. Like The Witch, for example. The Witch is a movie we talked about that like really, really kind of condescends on Christianity a little bit. Like these people are excommunicated from the church because they accuse her of witchcraft or whatever. Which that was a big that sort of superstition in the church back then was was big. I wound up really enjoying that movie, and even though there were some heavy spiritual issues, like demonic type things in there, the imagery and the journey was was very enjoyable. Though as a Christian, it did rub with some of my innards. Well, I feel like if I was a head honcho and yes. I wanted to lift up a certain demographic, I would at least make it a quality movie to be like okay we need a movie that's going to be like a good thing for non-binary people i wouldn't put a piece of crap out there Uh, it depends on how strong the narrative is that if you didn't like this movie you're just a bigot if that narrative's strong like if you didn't like this movie you're just homophobic if that narrative's strong enough then they'll just people will get all over this video and we don't even have that big of a reach maybe this video of ours right now gets 1,000, maybe 2,000 views if we're you know on a good day right now where the channel's sitting. And some of those views are going to be people that just hate on it and say we're homophobic. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like looking at it from just an entertainment perspective, I'm like, you can't tell me in a horror flick that's not meant to be comedy, breaking out in a glee sing-along in the middle of it is okay. Yeah. No, it's stupid. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if... Now, I will say this. This is something else about woke culture in Hollywood. I've heard other people speak into this. For some of these elites that a lot of money and stuff, when you hear them talk about their kids who are either non-binary or trans or gay or, or part of the LGBTQ community, they talk about them like trophies. I've got two trans kids and I've got blah, blah. Like like it's a status thing. Yeah. It's not It's not about the kids' well-being at all at that point. Yeah. It's almost, in fact, some of those rich elites, I would think, and executives would be shoving their kids in those directions, Mm -hmm. I think, on purpose, so they can say that. 
oh, my child right now, she, they, they go by they, them pronouns. They don't know what, what their gender is going to wind up being. They're figuring out their authentic life. Yeah. So they can present as very woke and very progressive. I, I think that's a controversial thing to say because a lot of people don't think, oh, people wouldn't do that. You can't make your kids, kids gay. You wouldn't do that for social status. Like, they think it's not a thing. But look, from the outside looking in, it's definitely a thing. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Yeah. It's definitely happening. It's the same happening. differences in high school. Like, oh, my best friend's gay because it gives yeah. you some kind of social status to be like, look how open I am. Yeah. Well, and you, to say that to say that that's not happening is a load of crap because yeah. they accuse white people of saying the same thing about black people. <laughs> yeah, they say, "Oh, you brag about all your black friends." It's like, well, if that happens, then people bragging about their gay friends or people in the LGBTQ community happens too. I don't know enough about uh, Peacock's higher ups to know their situation, but if you got several of them who are in the LGBTQ community or have kids that they've. Uh, nurtured towards or encouraged towards the LGBTQ community, which that's not uncommon either. Even people like Bill Maher, he'll flat out say, like, there's no way you can tell tell me that certain social conditioning hasn't increased the number of people in the LGBTQ community. Yeah, It absolutely has. Uh, Gen Z is at 20% of Gen Z is in the LGBTQ community right now or identifies in it. And my dad's generation was less than 1% that identified mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And by those standards, it's the big joke that he says, by those standards and how quickly the generations are changing and, and the percentage of people that are in the LGBTQ community is like, we're all gay by 2054, mm. like according to that math. Mm. So no, social conditioning clearly has something to do with it. So I don't know enough about their higher ups at Peacock, how many of them have kids or close loved ones who are in the LGBTQ community. I don't know any, any of that to say if that has any, anything to do with it. And I don't know if this is just like, let's up our content, let's put in, so during Pride Month we can showcase all of our LGBTQ content, which everything does. They show During Pride Month they showcase the LGBTQ stories, you know. I feel like if I made that movie and I was being pro they, them and stuff, I would definitely go the whole hog. I'd make it a Christian gay conversion camp. And I would have one of the counselors who was a Christian be the murderer. Like, I feel like if I'm oh, going to yeah, go in that direction. Saves the day. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that it would at least be a good, satisfying movie for someone of that. No? <laughs> I just rewrote the whole movie. I don't. I don't know that this movie satisfies anybody. <laughs> I, I know that's what sounds so weird. <laughs> and it, it was... I mean, on Peacock, it was definitely promoted. It was like, I'd see commercials for the movie on Peacock. Yeah, what is that about? I saw com- I saw trailers for it on on YouTube. With it being a steaming pile of crap, like it you said. It's an absolute dumpster fire. Why was it pushed so hard? That makes no sense. Do I, you think someone has a vendetta against Kevin Bacon? I don't know. <laughs> I think Ooh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> you said that this is chant like this is all right up her alley. She's like conspiracy theory. How can we turn this to conspiracy theory? Let's go. I, I think you were talking about that push. The the how did that meeting go? The push meeting. He was wearing sunglasses. They told him the whole story, and he just went. How much? Okay. Do I got to dance? No. Okay. Did he you dance, can dance if you want? No. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. If he had danced, I would watch the movie. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've so well. It's Footloose. Yeah, come on. I know. Oh, the new Footloose was also terrible. The remake no, was it, it was terrible. Good. I hated it. Love it was. I it think was you're centered I think, around grunge dancing. See, I think you're split in the way that normally. Tell me, I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't seen it. 
I haven't seen it, but I, it. I I heard enough to to know that it was no original. So no, no it almost seen for seen a copy of the first one, but in a good way. <laughs> no, not in a good way. <laughs> There's no point in watching a scene for scene copy though. There is. I feel that same they remake movies. movies all the time. I feel that same way about the live action Disney stuff. There's no reason to watch the live action Disney thing if it's just mm-hmm. going to do exactly the same thing over again. They did it perfectly in the new Maverick movie. Mm. But that wasn't a remake. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, That's the point. <laughs> yeah, but like Footloose, it was a literal remake for a new generation. Yeah, well, let's do remake. You didn't need a remake. <laughs> Footloose is iconic. Yeah, but some people aren't going to reach back 30 years to watch a movie. They well, want those un- are the people I don't care about their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are not movie critics. Let's just get those out of here. Actually, well, those are movie critics. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you put a black and white movie in front of me, I will watch it and enjoy it. But I will never seek out a black and white movie. The Lighthouse. Anyways. The deliberately, it's deliberately black and white. Well, I don't care about Schindler's it. Schindler's List. Why have anything in black and white? Have you ever watched? There's no need. Have you seen Logan? The Wolverine movie, Logan? I think so. Yeah. Have you seen it in black and white? No. Why would you watch anything in black and white that you didn't have to? Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the Not Gospel Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Continue to support quality independent content. And as always, keep being awesome because that's how God made you.